Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Ask yourself this question. What state of being creates tons of executive presence, but seems like it wouldn't? Right? It, it kind of seems on its face like the opposite of executive presence. But in actuality, it actually releases and enables tons of executive presence. What state of being would you say that is? I'll give you a clue. It starts with an S. Second letter is T, so S-T. All right, if you haven't guessed already, that's all right. It's stillness, right? The state of being of stillness is one of the six degrees of executive presence. And all of the six degrees of executive presence help accomplish our definition of executive presence, which helps you generate executive presence. And that definition is executive presence is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. I'll say it one more time. Executive presence is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. So you may be wondering, and I understand, how does being still, right? How does being still inspire confidence that you're going to be able to lead well? Right? Usually when people think of leadership, they think of action, and they think of motion, and they think of command. Being still almost seems like you're not a good leader or you're not doing anything. However, if we unpack what stillness really is and how it fits into inspiring confidence, it, we start to get a little bit of a different impression as to why stillness is just as important as being proactive and, and the movement and the things you do do. Now, imagine, let's say you're at the Olympics and you know, you're watching one of the uh, swimming uh, competitions. And you know how they're up on the blocks, right? Before uh, the horn blows and, and the swimmers, they do that like that weird kind of jiggle and then they kind of lean over and they touch their toes, which I'm not able to do anymore. Um, but they lean over and they're on the blocks and then the horn blows and then boom, this powerful explosion. They splash into the water like a dolphin cutting through water and they're off to the races. Now, think back. Notice, after they settle in and they put their hands, you know, near their feet by the bottom of the block, what are they doing? Are they continuing to fidget around? Are they looking around? No, they're completely still, like statues. And that stillness is what enables them to unleash at the exact moment it's needed, which is, you know, when the buzzer goes off, amazing power, right? And it's the same way with executive presence and the energy that we bring to a situation. If you're just running around with a chicken, like, like a chicken with their head cut off and constantly doing this and that and this and that, you're not actually able to execute the power 
when it's needed because you're actually wasting a lot of energy on things that aren't needed. The other thing that happens is people kind of tend to lose confidence in you because you're just going 100 miles per hour and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it versus someone who is just waiting and observing and then figuring things out and then at exactly the right moment with, with the maximum impact, they're like, now, this is when we go. So that is why stillness really unleashes the power of executive presence. And if you think about it and how this can inspire confidence that you can lead well, then you start to see stillness a little bit differently and you don't feel uncomfortable not doing anything. You actually feel like maybe I should dial it back because I'm not ready to act right now or it's not the right moment. Sometimes you can ruin things by acting too soon just as much as acting too late. One example I um, think is so much fun is in The Princess Bride when uh, Wesley uh, has woken up from being nearly dead, right? Miracle Max gives him a, a special pill and now he's coming back to life. But it takes a long time for him to come back to life. So he's um, on the wall with two of his colleagues and you know he's trying to get back into the castle so he can rescue his true love, Buttercup. But he can't move. He can barely move. He, he wiggles his finger and his head flops about a little bit. But he can't really do anything. So he's pretty much totally still. But if you see the movie or you watch the clip, he is still figuring things out. He is still leading. People are still asking for his advice. He doesn't need to be jumping into action right away with a sword. It's premature. There's just three of them against 60 armed guards. If they don't strategize and they just run, you know, two people and one floppity muppet, um, they're just going to get run down and the prince, the princess is going to marry Prince Humperdinck and, you know, it's going to be all over. So instead, he is still and he works with the other two to figure out a plan of attack. And then, of course, I won't spoil the ending for you, but it is a fairy tale, so they do have happy endings. So remember... It's not all about what you're moving about and doing and being loud for executive presence. It's also equally as important that you understand the power of stillness. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions about executive presence or suggestions or ideas for another episode, please go ahead and record a voice message on Anchor FM. We'd love to hear from you. My name is Joe Kwan. The Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever entered a room and it just felt chilly? You just felt like things weren't going to go well for you, that the crowd was already a little bit cool and not receiving you very well. Today I want to share with you some great advice on one of the peskiest challenges when it comes to executive presence. And that is, how do you deal with the expectation that you're not going to have executive presence? Especially when you're competing against others for whatever reason, everyone will assume that they have it, but you don't. How do you turn that sentiment and how do you make the most of your executive presence in spite of people kind of being against you or not assuming you have it from the get-go, which can be a pretty tall order because it's already difficult to speak in front of people and you may be intimidated, but when they're not receptive, it just makes it that much harder in terms of your confidence and just the ability to convince people. Well, there was a really fascinating study done by Damon Santola at the University of Pennsylvania that was published in Science. And what Damon and his colleagues were trying to figure out is what percentage of the total population a minority needs to reverse a majority viewpoint, right? What, what is there? Is there a magic number? Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.